Inshallah, today we will begin Surat Fussilat. Surat Fussilat is also known as as Surat Hamim As-Sajda. Alright? Hamim As-Sajda. Why Hamim As-Sajda? Because the surah begins with Hamim. Alright? And the surah also has Sajda Tilawa in it. And the reason why it's called Hamim As-Sajda is to distinguish it from the other surah to Sajda. Which comes before? Which surah? Ahzab. Okay. So, Surat Hamim As-Sajda or Surat Fussilat, two names of the surah. This surah is from the category of Hawamim. The first of the Hawamim surahs was which one? Mu'min or Ghafir. And the second is Surat Fussilat. And Surat Fussilat therefore is also a Makki surah, just like Surat Mu'min. And it has 54 verses and about 800 words. It is said that this surah was revealed after the conversion of Hamza radiallahu anhu to Islam. So it is one of the very early surahs that was revealed to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa in Mecca. So let's begin the surah. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Hamim tanzilum min ar-Rahmanir Rahim. Hamim, this is tanzilun, a revelation. Min from Ar-Rahman, the entirely merciful, Ar-Rahim, the especially merciful. Meaning the Qur'an is a revelation, a message that has been sent from who? From Allah who is the most merciful. So merciful that He has two names that express His characteristic of mercy. Firstly, the name Ar-Rahman and secondly, the name Ar-Rahim. Ar-Rahman, the name of Allah, Ar-Rahman, shows how great His attribute of mercy is. How vast His attribute of mercy is. It is such that it encompasses everything. There is nothing except that it is touched by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Ar-Rahim, the attribute of Allah, Ar-Rahim, the name of Allah, Ar-Rahim, shows the action of mercy. So Rahman shows the attribute of mercy, and Rahim shows the attribute of mercy. And Rahim also shows the continuity of the mercy that he shows to his creation. So Tanzilum min ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Whenever the revelation of Qur'an is mentioned, we see different names of Allah mentioned over there also. So for instance, we learn about the name of Allah, Al-Aziz, the Almighty One, Al-Hakim, the Wise One, Al-Alim, the All-Knowing. Such names of Allah are mentioned with the revelation of the Qur'an. Here however we see two names relating to His mercy that are mentioned. Why? Because the Qur'an is an expression of Allah's mercy upon mankind. It is a proof of Allah's mercy. How? When we look at the fact that Allah revealed the Qur'an for the guidance of mankind, what does that prove? That our God is definitely merciful. That Allah, the Creator, is indeed merciful. Because if He wanted, He could have left the creation on their own to fend for themselves, to figure out themselves. But He did not do that. Just as He provided the creation with the means of sustenance in order to survive, likewise, He has also provided them with guidance. And this guidance is where? It is in the Qur'an. 
So the fact that Allah has revealed the Qur'an, the fact that He has sent this Qur'an, what does that show? The mercy of Allah. What does that prove? The mercy of Allah. And secondly, we see that the contents of the Qur'an, the messages contained within the Qur'an also, what do they show? The mercy of Allah. So, تَنزِيلٌ مِّنَ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ The revelation, meaning the revelation of this Qur'an, is from who? Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Just as at the beginning of Surah Ar-Rahman, what do we learn? Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahman, عَلَّمَ الْقُرْآنِ Ar-Rahman is the one who has taught the Qur'an. What kitab is this? What book is this? What kind of revelation is this? Kitabun, it is a book. Fusilat, it has been detailed. Ayatuhu, its verses. Meaning the book is such whose verses have been detailed. Fusilat. The word fusilat is actually a verb. It's not a noun, it's a verb. Fusilat. From fasala, yufasilu tafsil. Alright? And then from that, fusila, alright, yufassalu, fusila, fusilat, alright? So fusilat, this word is from the root letters, fa, sad, lam, right? Fasala, tafsil. What does tafsil mean? Detail, elaboration, alright? So fasl, the word fasl, actually means to separate, to set apart one thing from another, in such a way that a gap has been created. So two things were together, but they were separated from each other such that a gap was created between the two. This is the meaning of the word fasala. And from this the word fasala is also used for departing, leaving a place. Alright? So for example in the Quran we learn, فَلَمَّا فَصَلَ طَالُوتُ بِالْجُنُودِ when Talut fasala with the armies, meaning when he departed, when he set out, when he left. Because when he left his home, then there was a space, a gap between him and the place where he was at originally. Alright? So the word fasala is to separate. From this is tafsil. And tafsil is to explain, elaborate clearly. To state something in such a way that the contents are distinguished and clearly laid out. So each point, each content, each message, each command is distinct from the other. So there is clarity. Alright? So this kitab is such that it is fussilat ayatuhu. Its verses have been elaborated. They are presented in detail. Meaning they have been explained clearly. How? In two ways. Firstly we see that this tafsil is tafsil lafzi. Meaning the words of the Qur'an, the verses of the Qur'an, the surahs of the Qur'an, are such that each section is distinguished from the other. Meaning the text is very clear. And this is amazing. When you analyze the words of the Qur'an, when you analyze the verses of the Qur'an, what is it that you have to look at? Each word separately. Isn't it so? Each word is separate. And then we see that each ayah is separate. Each surah is separate. And this separation, what does it give? Clarity. Right? Because then you can give attention to each and every single word, each and every single verse, each and every single surah. So there is tafsil lafzi. Alright? Meaning in the words of the Qur'an. Meaning the text is clear. And if you think about it, even when the Qur'an was revealed, how was it revealed? All of it at once in its entirety? No. 
in parts. Right? So one part after another. And that is something that brings clarity to a text. Secondly, this tafsil is ma'nawi. Alright? Meaning with respect to its meanings. So the messages of the Qur'an, how are they? Explained in detail through clear words. Right? So for example, when it comes to rulings, when it comes to the stories that are mentioned, when it comes to the manners, the etiquette, matters of belief that are mentioned, all of them are mentioned in clear detail. So kitabun fussilat ayatuhu. A book whose verses have been detailed. And this kitab is Qur'anan, it is Qur'an, that is Arabiyan, that is Arabic. An Arabic Qur'an, meaning in the language of the Arabs. Why? So that they would understand. Because who were the first recipients of the Qur'an? It was the people to whom the Prophet ﷺ was sent to, right? And who were they? Arabs just like him. And so, Qur'an and Arabiyan, an Arabic Qur'an, so that it may be understood by the people. And secondly, remember that the word Arabi over here can also be understood as an adjective describing the word Qur'an. Qur'an as in a recitation, you take the word Qur'an literally, and what does a Qur'an mean? The word Qur'an is from Qara'a, which is to recite, so Qur'an is that which is recited. So a recitation, a reading, that is Arabi. Now Arabi, not Arabic, but Arabi in its literal sense. And what does the word Arabi mean? Arabi is from the root letters Ayn Raba, alright? And the word Araba is used for expressing oneself clearly and eloquently. So for example, it is said about a person, Araba an nafsi, meaning he clearly expressed himself very eloquently. So from this, the word Arabi was used for a person who didn't just speak the Arabic language, but also he was very eloquent. Alright? I've mentioned this to you before also. The Arabs as a nation, as a community, or as a people, they didn't really have any art except language and expression. The only way in which they would express themselves was how? Through language. Because they didn't really have enough rock or enough wood that they could you know, express themselves through architecture, all right, through construction. No. They didn't have fertile land. The climate was not such that allowed them to cultivate their lands and have their produce and so on and so forth. No. Because the climate, the place they lived in was such that everything was perishable. Everything, from their homes, to their food, to their streets, everything was perishable. And this is why the only way they could really express themselves was how? Through language, through the tongue. So the Arabic language compared to any other language is the most rich and the most detailed. And this is the reason why the Arabs, whenever they came across a person who was very eloquent, they didn't describe him as someone who was Fasih or through any other word, they would say he is Arabi. Meaning, yeah, this guy knows how to talk. This guy knows how to express himself. So Quran and Arabiyan, the first meaning would be an Arabic Quran, and the second meaning would be an eloquent, clear recitation. 
a very profound recitation. For who? لِقَوْمٍ For a people, يَعْلَمُونَ They know. Meaning this Qur'an is for who? For a people who know. What does it mean by this? That for people who have knowledge, alright, who know about Allah, who know about the purpose of their creation, the Qur'an adds to their ilm. The Qur'an benefits them with ilm. It brings them the most beneficial and necessary, the most essential knowledge, making them true Ahlul Ilm. Because without it, they are in ignorance. In Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 78, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمِنْهُمْ أُمِّيُّونَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ الْكِتَابِ Who are the unlettered? Those who do not know the book. Right? So who are the people of knowledge? Those who have knowledge of the book. So لِقَوْمِ يَعْلَمُونَ This kitab, this book, is educating people. This kitab, this book, is bringing real, true, the most essential and necessary and beneficial knowledge to people. لِقَوْمِ يَعْلَمُونَ Secondly, قُرْآنًا عَرَبِيًّا لِقَوْمِ يَعْلَمُونَ For a people who know, meaning for a people who know the Arabic language. So, Rewind a little bit. Allah has revealed this book, a book whose verses are detailed in the Arabic language. Why? For people who know the Arabic language. Because if it wasn't in their language, then would they know and understand its message? Would they? No, they wouldn't. In Surah Yusuf, ayah number 2, Allah says, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ قُرْآنًا عَرَبِيًّا لَعَلَّكُمْ تَعْقِلُونَ We have revealed this Arabic Qur'an so that you would understand. So what's the main message of this ayah? What are the main lessons we can learn from this ayah? Firstly, what we learn in this ayah is that the words, the texts of the Qur'an are clearly laid out, detailed. Such that nothing that people need to know, nothing that people need to learn is kept hidden from them. Why? Because the one who has sent this book is who? Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Why would Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim send a book which is unclear, that is full of riddles? No. The Qur'an is clear in its message. Because there is this idea among certain people that Qur'an can only be understood by people of a very high level of spirituality. Right? That an ordinary person cannot understand the meaning of the Qur'an. An average person cannot understand the meaning of the Qur'an. But Allah has revealed the kitab how? Mufassal. In detail. It's not a book of riddles. Or some people have you know, used the Qur'an in an incorrect way. They interpret the Qur'an in a way that is not appropriate, such that the word is very obvious, but they will say that no, it refers to something else. It's a figurative expression referring to something else. Alright, and now if we approach the Qur'an in this way, that it's a book of riddles and puzzles and figurative expression, then any person can interpret it however they want. Then the Qur'an is not a book of guidance. Then it wouldn't be an expression of God's mercy. It would be more heavy and burdensome on people. So, Qur'an and Arabian لِقَوْمِ يَعْلَمُونَ In Surah Al-An'am, Ayah 114, Allah says, وَهُوَ Mufassala. He is the one who has sent the book. How? Mufassala. Explained in detail. 
In Surah Hud, Ayah 1, Allah says, Alif Lam Ra, Kitabun, Uhkimat Ayatuhu, Thumma Fussilat. Again, the word Fussilat is mentioned. Clear book. It's a clear book with clear messages. Secondly, another thing that we learn in this ayah is the fact that real knowledge, true ilm, is where? Is from who? It's from Allah. And where? From the book that He has sent. So no matter how much knowledge a person has, no matter how much knowledge a person has, what truly enlightens a person and educates him and informs him and brings him knowledge is what? It is the Qur'an. And we see, قُرْآنًا عَرَبِيًّا لِقَوْمِ يَعْلَمُونَ If we really want to know the Qur'an, if we really want to understand the Qur'an correctly and properly, then we must understand it in the language that it has been revealed in. And what is that language? The Arabic. Right? So for a person who wishes to learn the Qur'an, learning Arabic is essential. And what I mean by learning Arabic is that learning how to read. So for example, learning how to read the ha and the meme and the ayn, alright, and the shadda and the sukoon and all of that in order to read the Qur'an properly. I'm not saying that every person must learn the Qur'an so that they can take any Arabic newspaper, alright, and read any part of it. No, that's not what I mean. I mean enough knowledge of Arabic that when a person opens the Qur'an, they're able to read the text, right? Reading. Then, Somewhat understanding of grammar also. And somewhat understanding of the language of the words of the Qur'an also in order to correctly understand. So, كِتَابٌ فُصِّلَتْ آيَاتُهُ قُرْآنًا عَرَبِيًّا لِقَوْمٍ يَعْلَمُونَ This Qur'an has been sent as بَشِيرًا As a bringer of good news. Bringing hope. وَنَذِيرًا And also as a warner. Arousing necessary fear also. Because we need both. We need hope and we need fear. We need that encouragement and we also need warning. Because we are human beings and that is how we function. Right? We need someone to encourage us, to give us incentives. And then where we're lagging, we need someone to warn us. So the Qur'an is very balanced. It has been sent as a giver of good news, of reward, of success in dunya and akhirah. Right? For who? For those who believe and follow its messages. And also as a warner. فَأَعْرَضَ But he has turned away. Who has turned away? أَكْثَرُهُمْ Most of them. Most of who? Most of who have turned away? People. And especially which people? The first recipients. The Arabs. Majority of them initially turned away. And we see that this was not just the case at the time of the Prophet ﷺ. But any time, any place where the Qur'an is introduced, initially, what is the reaction of the majority of the people? They turn away. فَأَعْرَضَ أَكْثَرُهُمْ فَهُمْ so they لَا يَسْمَعُونَ They do not listen. They do not listen to what? They do not listen to the Qur'an. Majority of the people are not even interested in listening to the Qur'an. Whereas the Qur'an has come to convey good news to them and also warn them. If you think about it, 
any message that is sent to you, whether it's in the form of a flyer, all right, or it is in the form of some other advertisement, giving you good news that if you were to shop at such and such place between this and this time, with that flyer or coupon, you would get this much discount. Right? If we get such messages sent to us, aren't we grateful? Right? It's amazing how, you know, when this big stack of flyers arrives at your doorstep, the least you do is just look through it. Isn't it? It's amazing how you'll find piles and piles of these flyers in living rooms, at doorsteps. And even if a person doesn't really have to go shop for anything, they'll still go through it, look through it. You go to a store, all right, and people will encourage you to look through the flyers. I personally don't even know how to look at flyers. All right. So honestly, when the big stack of flyers comes, it goes straight from the doorstep to the recycling. Because I don't know. And honestly, I don't have the time to go through each and every single one of them and look where you know, butter is at a discount and bananas are at a discount and whatnot. No, I don't have that time. So anyway, the least you do when someone sends you this good news or such beneficial information is at least look at it. Right? At least take a look at it. Now, taking a look at something, flipping through pages, does that require some work from you? Definitely. Listening, however, does that require any work from you? No, it doesn't. Listening is the easiest thing to do. Because you don't have to lift a finger even. You don't. You don't even have to bother so much as to open your ears. You know, when it comes to your eyes, you have to open your eyes and read. You have to open your eyes and look. But when it comes to listening, do you have to do that much even? No. It's free. It's so easy. Allah says, فَأَعْرَضَ أَكْثَرُهُمْ فَهُمْ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ Listening to the Qur'an is one of the easiest things to do. But majority of the people find that hard also. Either they do not bother to listen, because remember that summer is of different types, right? Listening is of different types. The first level is of just hearing. Hearing as in, Grasping the sounds. Alright? Another level is that you grasp the sounds, but you also think about them. You comprehend. You analyze. And then another is that you accept. Alright? Like for example, at home, somebody calls you out from a different room. Alright? You heard the sounds. But you're so busy in your phone that you didn't really pay attention to what those sounds were. Alright? And then when you hear a louder sound... You're like, huh? Oh, somebody's calling me. So you're like, what? Right? You respond because you understood. And then they say, can you bring me this? Can you bring me such and such? Can you come here? Can you come eat your breakfast? Right? Can you go do your chores? Can you get ready so we can leave? Whatever. But what happens? Listening over there would be accepting. Right? And if we hear... But we don't get up and get ready. We hear and we don't respond. That means we didn't really hear. We didn't really listen. So remember that summer is of hearing. And there's also summer of qubul. Of accepting. Of ijaba, Of responding. So majority of the people do not listen. Meaning either they don't even listen. Or they don't even pay attention. 
or they don't accept what they hear. In Surah Al-Rum, Ayah 52, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِنَّكَ لَا تُسْمِعُ الْمَوْتَ وَلَا تُسْمِعُ الصُّمَّ الدُّعَاءَ إِذَا وَلَّوْ مُدْبِرِينَ You cannot make the dead hear. Meaning if a person is pretending to be dead, you can't make them hear, you can't make them accept. In Surah Al-Anfal, Ayah 21, Allah says, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ قَالُوا سَمِعْنَا وَهُمْ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ Don't be like those who say we've heard, but they don't actually listen. Because they hear and they ignore. They hear and they disobey. They don't really accept what they've heard. So the Qur'an, Allah has sent containing good news and warning, but most of the people turn away, not even bothering to listen. You see, anything that sounds beautiful, are you pulled towards it? Hmm? Are you pulled towards it? Yeah. Anything that's very rhythmic, it's got that beat, it's got that, you know, words are very powerful. Are you pulled towards it? You are. It's amazing how even at a grocery store, you're shopping, what happens? Music, words, lyrics, they pull you. No matter how much you try to avoid it, ignore it, they pull you, don't they? Now, for a person who understands the language of the Qur'an, meaning Arabic, and the language of that time, And for a person who knew no art except language, for him, ignoring the recitation of the Qur'an was actually a difficult thing to do. It was too attractive. It was too beautiful. It was too beautiful. And this is why we see even people who denied the Qur'an, what would they do? Secretly go and listen to the recitation of the Qur'an. Right? But Allah says, فَأَعْرَضَ أَكْثَرُهُمْ فَهُمْ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ Look at their pride inside and look at their blind denial that if they had paid even a little bit attention, they couldn't help but listen. But sadly, majority of them have disregarded the Qur'an and have not even bothered to listen. Let's listen to the recitation. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم حاميم تنزيل من الرحمن الرحيم كتاب فصلت آياته قرآنا عربيا لقوم يعلمون